From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, May 2nd. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors will hold a budget workshop tomorrow to prepare for next month's third quarter budget hearings. Inflation is up, but revenue seems to be available, if there were enough staff to collect it. Supervisor Ted Williams gave a preview of tomorrow's meeting. We've been meeting with each department and looking at if they have any outside contracts that we can cut, kind of nickels and dimes. And frankly, I don't think we're finding a whole lot. A lot of those departments already came in with with lean budgets. There may be some services that we could halt, but not without a real impact on the services provided to the public. Patrick Hickey, the field representative for local SEIU 1021, which represents most of the county government's unionized workers, suspects the situation is not quite so dire and cautions that more information is needed before making big financial decisions. What their information showed is that the majority of their revenue streams, you know, property taxes, sales taxes, transit occupancy taxes, are increasing. So the funding levels are increasing. Um, they're projecting that the cannabis tax may, uh, may drop significantly. So that's certainly a concern, but they don't really have a handle, as, as far as we can tell, on the numbers and on the data. They still haven't released their audit from last year, which normally for counties comes out in the fall. So we really need to have a look at that before we start setting a budget for our next fiscal year. Hickey especially wants more detailed information about the reserve funds, which he believes are robust. The county is in negotiations with all its bargaining units, which always advocate for filling vacant positions with qualified people and paying them a competitive salary to keep them on the job. Hickey listed a few of the departments he thinks could generate revenue if they were fully staffed. Environmental health specialists are are fundraiser, basically, for the county. Positions in the uh, treasury or tax collector and auditor controller's office that make sure that we're collecting all the funds uh, that are due to the county. You know, a number of those department heads have said they're not able to necessarily do an effective job at tracking down all the, the taxes that are due because they don't have the staff to really carry out those assignments. Union President Julie Beardsley said some other key positions are funded mostly by state and federal money. In behavioral health, there are clinical positions that um, we don't offer a competitive salary, and so it's really, really difficult to hire people. In public health, nurses, uh, social services, social workers. I'm actually with the unions on this one, I think. If we do any hiring, first it should be in the areas that are revenue generating. If there's money that we're not collecting because we don't have enough staff, maybe that staff will be more than paid for by the revenue that they're able to, to collect. Uh, some of the, the non-general fund departments still have a hit on general fund. You know, it may not be much, but when you have you have zero dollars to work with, even if we're paying 10 or 20 percent of that overhead, we just don't have it. And um, a lot of those departments have positions that are open and essentially funded by the state, funds funneling through the county. And the, I don't think the wages are higher, high enough to attract talent. And so we don't have a pool of applicants showing up eager to take on those jobs. If we were to pay more, that would be out of the county general fund in a lot of cases. It gets a little bit more complicated. If there's a position, say a classification, an analyst X, in Health and Human Services, or the the old HHSA. And that position exists in a general uh, fund department. If we increase that wage, we're increasing it in in both departments, the one the state is paying for and the one the county is paying for out of general fund. At the Board of Supervisors meeting on April 19th, the board agreed to make paying cannabis taxes a requirement for renewing permits and to consider lowering the minimum tax rate. 
Interim Treasurer Tax Collector Julie Forrester said delinquent cannabis taxes hadn't been pursued and made some suggestions for how to go about doing that. I'm wondering if there are plans to implement some of Ms. Forrester's suggestions to to collect that tax. Yeah, it, really, it spans across um, departments. The tax collector is elected and is um, somewhat independent from the Board of Supervisors. We don't tell her office how to operate. Um, but I saw uh, general willingness on um, all the part of all parties to find a solution, um, hopefully a lightweight solution, to ensure that uh, we're collecting all taxes that are due. I guess I'm trying to figure out whose responsibility it is ultimately to make sure that there is a, a clear process for collecting this tax and, and not just the cannabis tax, but also another item that you brought to assess properties that are unpermitted. My personal view is we want a process that doesn't have finger pointing. It needs to be collaborative. We, it is cross department. And um, I think everybody at the county wants to see that taxes are collected and used efficiently to provide the best possible services. Um, on the property assessments, we don't know how many homes are unassessed, but we know some are. We know there are some that are charged vacant land, you know, undeveloped land rates versus um, the tax on a, th- a three-bedroom house built in the last decade. The protocol for updating the tax rolls has not yet been established. And Williams is leery of taking action that could cost people their homes if their living situation involves a zoning violation. And we're broke. We have less revenue this projected for the coming year than we had last year. Hickey remains skeptical of the sense of emergency that often characterizes budget discussions. So much of these projections that the county's talking about are speculative. It's really over the next number of months as the county goes through its budgeting process that We'll get a little bit more clarity on where we're really at, and I think it's going to turn out to be better than um, some of the gloom and doom numbers that the county has been, you know, sort of bandying about. So I think the county is is in a much healthier and and stronger position than than they're letting on. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.